Welcome back to another podcast. I am so happy you are here today and I am so grateful and thankful for each and every one of you for watching or listening to today's podcast and I'm just glad you're back. But if you're new here, hello, my name is Anna. What the fuck? What was this? Why did I do that? My name is Anna. I'm 24 years old. I live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Ick. Yeah, not saying just Edmonton. I'm just saying Canada in general because like, ick. Even though it's a beautiful place to live in Canada, everything about this place with the division and the control, it's a big ick for me, but we're gonna move on. So with this podcast, I do not have a Spotify podcast. I do not have a Apple podcast out yet. This is just published on YouTube for anyone that's new to my channel and wondering where can I listen to it? I do not have any other platforms with this podcast besides YouTube, but I do want to branch out a little bit in the future with my podcast and put it out on there. I'm just working things out here, trying to figure out how to make this podcast the best it can be, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I keep saying that this podcast should be like professional, you know, like I always listen to other podcasts that seem very stern or podcasts that don't cuss or anything like that. But then I realized this is my podcast. I can be as vulnerable as I want. I can speak about any topics I want without anyone stopping me. I have control over this podcast and I can film wherever I want. So today, I decided that I wanted to do this podcast in my spiritual art space area. Usually I would film it in the car, but I am just loving this area right now where I feel very at peace. If you guys know, I do have a dog. His name is Pebbles. He's a Shih Tzu Palm. And every time I film or talk to the camera, he gets crazy. I don't know why but I think it's because he thinks like something's going on, like I'm about to leave or I'm just like getting ready. So I don't know if it's just my dog, but if you guys have a pet and they just like know when you're about to leave and head out the door and they just go crazy and they just keep running back and forth, chasing their tail because our dogs are the same. Right now he's playing with his toy very aggressively because he doesn't know what to do. So what he can do is either stress eat or stress play with his toy. <laughs> so before I really get into this episode, I just hope you guys are doing okay. I love and appreciate every single one of your comments and messages letting me know that my podcast is a safe space for you guys and it's just like something to watch, it's entertainment and it's something that I can connect with you guys on a personal and deep level. I also wanted to create this podcast because I just felt like I had such a good community and something that I shouldn't take for granted because I have built this community and it's just so powerful. Like you see other content creators or I should say influencers, like really big influencers that don't really give a crap about their followers. You were never this person without the people that supported you. So I honestly like remember each and every single name that stands out or someone who like comments every single time on my video i remember that name and i know i may have like a small i had to put that in quotations because like you know like small could be really big to someone but for me i could have a small community but with a really strong fan base so it's you guys out there that are helping me to do what i want in life and do things that i'm passionate about and this is one of them 
just creating content. Okay, so I'm quite very excited to talk about this topic or this podcast episode because I can trauma dump for hours. And by hours, I mean just like never shut up about it because there's just so much to say when it comes to childhood trauma. I am gonna say a lot of it, I did put the past behind me. It's all just about moving forward because there was nothing that I could have done in the past to control anything when I was at that age. A lot of it had to do with just like my childhood years and my teen years. So today I decided why not dress cute for the podcast? Why am I holding the mic like this? What? If I wanted to get comfy, I will. But today I decided, okay, let's not look like a bum. Let's dress up a little bit, do my hair, put some makeup on and show you guys a little bit of the feminine side of me. So how can we get trauma? Literally from any traumatic experience. So I will get in detail here. So I just want to put this out that if this might trigger you in a way, I suggest you click out, but I will not go too deep in detail because I do want to get to know you guys a little bit. I do want to get a little more comfortable with being vulnerable, even though I'm pretty good at that. I just want to, I just want to ease my way in for you guys to connect with me as well. Also, I have my emotional support water bottle here. I am never going to forget this because I remember last episode, my throat started getting dry and I just needed to drink water in the middle of the podcast. So if you hear slurping, clicking, bitch, I am here drinking my water and I hope you are too. You can get trauma from remote places, accidents, some type of physical or sexual assault, losing a baby, having health problems, and childhood, which I'm gonna be talking about the most. So we're gonna take this back all the way to my childhood. This might be a little annoying for some people who just think like, gosh, all you talk about is your family or all you talk about is like your past. I am here to help you guys resolve these issues and I'm just here for the people that just relate on a personal deep level. I'm here to be your comfort person. I am here to just feel like we are best friends. That's why I like to talk about these things is because this is a way for you guys to get to know me and for you guys to relate and be able to find some sort of safe space. But taking it back to my childhood, I thought that all my issues deep inside me that happened to me when I was a child was normal. When I realized everything that was put on me, it was not normal until I realized that in my 20s. Because when I started opening up to some certain people in my life, back in the day, they told me that, girl, like what you're going through, that's not normal and maybe you should seek a therapist or get some help. But how the fuck was I supposed to know? I was probably, when everything all started, was maybe 15 when everything traumatic was happening and realizing like, this should not be fucking normalized, but I don't know how to deal with this. Even back in elementary, I never knew why I got treated the way I did. And as time went on, the cycle kept repeating. Like, okay, is this something that I'm gonna deal with for the rest of my life? Because if so, I don't know if I would be here. You know, there were a lot of times where I did hurt myself. And when I told people about it, it was more so of, oh, you're doing that for attention or why would you hurt yourself in that way? But my undeveloped brain was just like, no, I need to feel the numbness. And 
you know, I might say these things in a very sarcastic way, but I joke about it now because all of that was so traumatizing to me. Also, I just want to say if the lighting keeps changing, it's because the sun is going down. So it might get a little more darker as I record, but I hope that isn't such a bothersome to you guys. Anyways, as I tell the story, these are just some ways that I was able to heal all my unhealed trauma. And maybe not all of it is healed, but we've been putting in the work. And as in we, I've been putting in the work to make sure that whatever happens in my life is something that I can control and no one else is going to take that away from me. When I was younger, I used to be someone who was very loud, unrefined. My behavior was just complete nonsense and I was always in people's ears. I was either told I had to quiet down or for the most part, I was told I was annoying. I was told I was annoying constant amount of times and quite frankly, I still think about it, but it doesn't bother me anymore. It's just the fact that once you get told that constantly, it gets engraved in your head. But now that I'm 24, like I'm a whole new person. I'm always evolving. I'm a changed person every second. But I do know why I was loud and the way I was. It was because I was just reserved. And by that, I mean, I kept my feelings to myself and hidden for the most part. But I think that was one of the most hardest parts of being in my 20s is that even when I knew my parents, and let me preface this, they were immigrants and they were raised very differently. So the way that their parents raised them was how they raised me and my brother. But even though that I knew my parents were in the wrong and did things that were out of the ordinary, like mental abuse, physical abuse, I also have to recognize that they are humans and they did try their best to become parents and help us grow. No one gave them a roadmap on how to navigate parenthood. And I know they are trying their best to make sure we do live a healthy and a successful life because that's what every parent wants. Maybe not every parent, but I'm saying maybe it's just like immigrants that want us to be successful. That is all. Like they don't care about happiness, our mental health just making sure that we are successful <laughs> but things have changed okay like they do somewhat in a way care about my happiness but it used to be just like if you don't do this you're not going to be successful like your other cousins and i got told that plenty of times and you know how deteriorating that sounds it was pretty bad so something for us no one gave us a roadmap on how to navigate our 20s so when i think of this as we were growing up they were also growing up trying to figure everything out. But a lot of this childhood and teen trauma caused me not to trust anyone, not even like the closest people in my life. I always felt alert, always felt confused. I would hide my feelings all the time because every time I spoke out or even said something out of the ordinary or said something that was, you know, a little too sincere, they might have thought that I did it for attention. And I'm not just speaking behalf on my parents. I am talking about like my whole family and I don't want to bash on my parents, my family or anything like that. But this is my story and I'm telling you how to heal your unhealed trauma. So this is my advice to you and I'm staring directly right at you. But if you're someone who has been dealing with trauma and you didn't know how to get over it, you'll never be able to move on from a past situation until you resolve the trauma. And if my dog is barking in the background, I am 
so sorry. You will feel numb and it can cause such a big impact on you as a person. So move on from that past, okay? We need to let go and move on with our lives because we're holding so much trauma. We're holding so much stress that is not needed. And if you want to live a happy and fulfilling life, you have to do what is best for you. You know, I am 24 and in my early 20s, like literally just turning fresh 20, I always thought to myself, this is the way I'm going to be and this is just how I am. That was something that always stuck with me and something that I would always say as an excuse because I thought this is just who I am as a person. And when you realize and change your perspective, you don't have to be that person. You don't have to be that person that says like, oh, I'm too anxious to do this or I'm too shy to do that. I can't do that because I'm blah, blah, blah this. I've been there. I've said that so many times. I'm here for you. I hear you. But we have to get over the fact that that's not who we are. We have to change our personal reality. Your reality is, is you can be or act how confident you want. So I never changed my subconscious thinking until maybe I was 22, 23. But it took me a long time to realize like I'm not that person. And I want to be someone better. I want to be someone who I can look up to. Okay, I am sorry. I apologize for the random switch up because now I'm in a different part of my house and it's because my dog has been barking and it's just getting absurd. So I'm glad I found another spot. The window is right in front of me. This is perfect. This is a good setup. So I'm going to continue on my podcast and I hope that nothing is bothering my background noise anymore. So I'm not too sure where I left off, but this is another type of advice for you know, people with toxic parents, toxic families, but you will never be able to always make your parents happy because sometimes they're always expecting more. And even though you think like something good happened in your life where you accomplished this huge thing that you may have thought that your parents would have applaud you for, sometimes you just have to do your best and move on without saying much. And when you move on, you find your peace and you can actually start living life. So what you can do to unheal trauma, and I'm also not a therapist. I am not someone who can just like magically heal your trauma. You have to do the work. You have to actually put the things I say with intention and do things your way that work best for you. But ask yourself questions like, what raises your vibrations? What lowers your vibrations? Does this serve me? Do I have permission to let it go? And when I look back to who I was and how I acted, I have to remember that that was a past version of myself. You know, it may be hard to believe for some people like, oh, she's changed? Oh my God. You know, like some people will never put their best foot forward and accept the fact that people do change and people do move on. So I'm going to tell you a little story of what happened last night. And, you know, like there's some things that you should keep in your relationship that you shouldn't say to like everybody else. But I think this was just more of an experience and this was more of a learned lesson to rather than it just being me telling you guys an argument that happened with my relationship. But last night I was doing the dishes. I was cleaning the kitchen up and then Brayden comes home. And so... I know he had a hard long day at work and it didn't really click to me because I'm also working at home but but between our careers it's very different and 
his is a hard labor job and mine is just, you know, my labor is looking at a screen. But anyways, as soon as he got home, I was just like, can you take the garbage out? It really stinks. And then he said something that might have been like taken as a joke. And in my head, it was not taken lightly because we had our own duties on what we do around the house and I clean the dishes, he takes out the garbage, but he said something that was just like, you know, something that was supposed to be taken lightly and I didn't take it lightly. With that being said, it turned into like this whole argument where we didn't talk for an hour and I was just being a brat. I will admit that I was being a brat, but with this whole situation being said, I can just accept the fact that I am a highly sensitive person and I am an empath. Anything that's taken lightly that should be taken as a joke, I don't take it as a joke because like I am just such a sensitive person and that probably comes and stems from childhood. So I'm just trying to change like my whole factor of being sensitive and just like having more fun, taking things as a joke. Like I don't want to be a fucking snowflake for the rest of my life. I have to wither in the fact that my childhood was my childhood and it's something that I'm not going to bring with me along for my adult years. And that's something I'm realizing right now as I'm like speaking this. I'm not going to take that childhood trauma and put that past into my present and future, into my adult years. Because this is something new. This is a new era for me. And the only person who gets to choose whether you want to live in the past or the present is you. So there used to be a lot of mental and physical abuse. And I'm not going to say like, oh, I've had it worse than everybody else. That's not what I'm trying to get to. Even though there was lots of abuse like that, it honestly felt like I was controlled by them and feeling like I had no other choice than to be who they wanted me to be. When I realized I had the control on my own thoughts, my own feelings, my own choices, was the day I stopped trying so hard to prove myself to them because in the end, it doesn't matter. I needed to start putting my ideals above others' to make myself happy. If you ever had days, and I'm sure you've had lots of these days because I know I do, where you felt unworthy and always felt invalidated, you know, it will get better. Nothing ever will be stagnant or stay stagnant because you have to train your mind where nothing gets in the way of your self-perception. You and I have to tell ourselves that we are worthy. We are worthy of this life that we're living. You are precious. I am precious. I can't let anyone who tainted my own light change anything. All the power I have is all within me and within my mind. Like, have you ever thought about the past and wishing that you could have changed something? Something about a situation or wishing that you could have changed yourself? Do not shame for the person who you once were. We're honestly like little children trapped in these bodies of somebody older as we were like trying to seek the love and comfort during a time when we all felt unseen. So think of that older person as a toddler, someone who does not know what you know now. It's okay to not have been perfect or like make mistakes. We all grow and learn. You could even try giving yourself a hug. I give myself a hug in the shower. Every time I take a shower, I give myself a damn hug. Is it fucking weird? maybe just a little bit, but we have to embrace our bodies, embody our love, and give ourselves the love we deserve from the people that didn't give us the love. Just give yourself the affirmations and believe it. 
because I'm always saying something to myself in the mirror, whether it doesn't seem to be true. But when you truly start to love yourself, all you can think of is like the confidence you have within yourself to be the baddest bitch. You can even set yourself up of a newer version of you to heal the traumas. So connect yourself with mother nature, touch some plants, pet some animals, because they all connect within mother nature. And as cheesy as it sounds, when you connect yourself with mother nature, you connect to a level that you can't connect with anyone else or anything because you will notice how all the pressure just washes away. And what I learned from all my trauma is just that life is all about unlearning your old habits. And that concludes learning new habits. The more you feed yourself with positive words, positive affirmations, positive thoughts, your body will respond back to you in a similar way. So when you're healing and when you're going through this self-love journey, so much of it is just recognizing the patterns that have been self-sabotaging or the patterns that continue to come up that cause you to self-sabotage yourself and and seeing those by not reacting to them with self-hatred or judgment, but just seeing them and choosing a different response. I mean, it is totally easier said than done. Like, don't get me wrong. Like anything that I could say is just something that could be done on a whim because it's been said, but it takes a lot of work. But seriously, what is it that we all do when we notice the pattern again and again? We say things like, no, not again, or like, fuck this. Why am I like this? I fucking hate myself. Instead of saying things like that, notice that certain pattern and what you can do to change that and make it better. All it is is just bringing awareness to these things and moving yourself to where you want to go. You know, it didn't take me a year. It didn't take me two, three. It took me almost my whole life to realize that I'm always going to be on this healing journey. You know, last year I thought, you know, I'm healed. I feel a lot better. I don't need any therapist. I don't need to learn anything new because I have all these self-development books. Like I used to have that mindset thinking, I don't need to be healed anymore because I have everything that I need to help me learn and grow. But it's not always about the books. It's not always about, you know, listening to podcasts, even though they do truly help because it does help me. We have to be able to connect with people that share the same love you do and care for you and support you. So healing does not happen overnight. And I always want to be on a self-love healing journey because we're always going to be evolving. There's many times in my journey where I did feel lost and sometimes... That part of the journey is what makes you stronger. And when you're healing, it's not always going to be perfect and linear. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. So when you see shit on Instagram, TikTok, like saying like POV, you're on a self-love healing journey. I will admit I'm one of those people who like talk about the good side of being on a healing journey. But in this podcast is where I get in depth and saying like, not everything's going to be perfect. There are going to be lots of days where you will want to lay in bed, not talk to anyone, not talk to your family, friends, and just, you know, be a hermit. But that's not what I'm trying to influence because we have to be able to keep moving and we should have some days where we want to lay in bed, but we shouldn't be normalizing the fact that being depressed or being upset all the time is okay because it is okay to have your bad days. There is a balance between both and 
we have to recognize, you know, everything is just going to turn out okay. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Also, before I do leave you guys and catch you guys next week, I do also want to apologize for not uploading on the right days. So I am going to be getting everything up and making sure that my posting schedule is going to be where it should be. And it's not like you guys care anyways, but it just stresses me out saying like, oh, th this is my posting schedule, but I'm not doing it. So there's just a lot of editing that I am doing at this very moment. So once I'm all caught up with that, I'm able to post on the days that I say I'm supposed to. So that's what's been going on, but I'm happy that you guys are just watching and tuning in whenever it's posted. So I appreciate you guys and I'm so excited to keep growing with you guys and to grow this channel, grow my platforms and be a good influence to you guys and being real with you guys. Because a lot of things on the internet nowadays, it's kind of hard to tell whether they're being, you know, fake or real. But I've built such a strong and, you know, like a cult-like community where whenever I need something from you guys or a response from you guys, you guys are freaking there. You guys don't fuck around. Like, you guys are there for me, so I'm going to be there for you. Anyways, I appreciate you guys and I will see you next week.